Hey, this is Patrick. This is Chung. And welcome to the first, the pilot episode of the Oakland Warriors uh, podcast. Oh my goodness, it's the first one? Yeah. Wow. Where we talk about all things Warriors from a thoughtful fan's perspective. Yeah, so we'll try to eliminate any notion of us being, what, part of the bandwagon crowd. Um, yes. And hopefully we can uh, demonstrate our, our loyalty and uh, our dedication to this team that we love so much. Well said, well said. Uh, how are you feeling? <sighs> it's the NBA offseason, so I'm feeling pretty good. Yeah. Feeling, feeling uh, a little frisky, you know, like yeah. uh, a lot of, lot of activity in the offseason. Uh, Reddit NBA has been uh, a daily visit for me, so uh, so yeah, I feel pretty good. Is there good stuff on Reddit NBA? I, I'm usually on on uh, NBA Twitter. Or you're usually on the darker stuff on Reddit today. Yeah, it's, it's uh, yeah the stuff that we can't talk about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. There's good stuff. I mean, it's as a Warriors fan, being on NBA Reddit or any like uh, basketball forum is tough because everyone obviously hates the Warriors. Everyone hates KD. I think they just all hate themselves. They hate themselves a little bit too, um, and they project that hatred towards towards us. You know. So, mm-hmm. um, what about you? How are you feeling? Uh, I feel good. I mean, this is the the slow time of the uh, off season when free agency is over. All the writers are on vacation. Preseason hasn't uh, started yet, so it's kind of uh, you know. Twitter's NBA Twitter is kind of depressing. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's kind of crazy. I mean, we'll talk about this a little bit later, I'm sure. But uh, the whole idea of the NBA season going like 12 months of a year, yeah. right? Like that's pretty cool. Like it's a lot different than the more the the, the NBA that we grew up, yeah, um, watching. Right. So it's great for t-shirt sales. Uh, yeah. You want to plug your t-shirts now or? Uh, no, no. Plug it at the end. Oaklandwarriors.com. <laughs> <laughs> So I guess the audience of no one would want to know what our Warriors bona fides are, right? Like how how did how did you get into the Warriors as a as a basketball fan, and why why did that team inspire you, or or or, or why did you gravitate to this team so much? Well, I've been a Warriors fan since the the eighties, um, the late eighties specifically. Wow, um, you old? Yeah, no, I was you know I was like from the day I was born because I'm only like thirty something. Um, but, uh, because I was a Lakers fan during the, the heyday and because during showtime, yeah, all you ever saw on TV when you had a remote control for the first time, it was like Lakers Celtics. So obviously I picked the Lakers and, and then I remember in 87, I think when sleepy Floyd scored 51 on the Lakers in the playoffs, I was like, for the first time I was pulling for the Warriors. And then I became a Warriors fan ever since then. Nice. And uh, my life has kind of like followed the trajectory of their ups and downs. Okay. Like literally, I was in high school early on when Run TMC and and Chris Webber got drafted. And it was like, everything's looking good. And then right when... For two and a half, three years. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was the best two and a half, three years of my (laughs) life, man. (laughs) High school was awesome. Um, (laughs) But then when... um, when Weber got traded and all that other stuff, eh, life got kind of meh. But uh, now that uh, they're winning titles, life's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Life so is pretty good. My my life mirrors the uh, the ups and downs of the Golden State Warriors. Well, the Warriors have had like more downs than ups, I would say. I mean, I mean most people th- when they think of the Warriors, they think of you know the the last three out of the four years winning championships. But you know, as we will as we will tell you. There has been more lows than highs, I would say, as as being a Warriors fan the last like thirty years, right? Yeah, yeah, uh, a lot of bummers in my life. Yeah, a lot of bummers. Right? <laughs> what about you? What's uh, what's your personal connection and your fandom? Um, so I moved to the Bay Area like when I was seven, seven to eight. So you know, moving to a new area, uh, going to a new school, you're trying to fit in, right? Um, and once I made it to middle school, I was trying to connect with people and, you know, like all the, all the, all the guys are like in a, in a sports, all they could talk about were, was the Giants, the Niners and run TMC, right? Mm-hmm. That was my middle school. Um, I was also fighting like a, a very vicious battle with puberty too. So it wasn't, I wasn't able to dedicate Still fighting it to this day. Yeah. yeah. Um, can't you tell by my voice? It hasn't cracked yet. No, not yet. Um, so 
so yeah, there's I got glimpses of you know flashes of some some basketball awesomeness with Run TMC, but then it wasn't really until Latrell Sprewell was drafted uh, that I really was like, okay, I lo- I fucking love this team. Like he was, yeah. I think he was drafted like 24th in what 1992, Two. and the guy just like was insane. Do you remember yeah. s- just seeing him like every every dunk was like a toma- t- two handed tomahawk, yep. right? J- jump off two feet, and he just seemed so angry all the time. And I think that represented. Like the spirit of Oakland, mm-hmm. like so well, yeah. Because uh, everyone in Oakland's angry all the time. Just kidding. <laughs> um, but I just love to see. I just loved his, like his spirit on the court. And yeah. then the, the following year, Weber was on the team, right? So that was that was amazing. Yeah, that was a great that was a great Nelly team, you know. So what from that point on, I was like, okay, this is good. Naively, I was like, all right, this is gonna last forever. <laughs> <laughs> these these guys are gonna. This is this, this is gonna be like a dynasty. You have C Web playing the five. You have Sprewell. You have great role players like Chris Gatling, like Victor Alexander, all those guys, right? Um, and then they blew up the team like the the, the very next year. Right. Uh, so the whole like the whole idea of like the highs and lows. Yeah, man. Being like a Warriors fan, you have those like little glimpses of brilliance. And then they take it away from you, right? Mm-hmm. And that happened. Well, it's, and then, yeah, I, would, I've kept, I kept following the team even though they sucked. Uh, in college, everyone made fun of me because I was a Warriors fan. I remember that. Um, Who were they fans of? Because you went to I went, college in the Bay. I went to college in the Bay, very close to where the Warriors played, actually. I actually used to go to, like, really cheap games during college. Yes. Um, so basically the same town. Um but yeah, I mean, when you go to college, people are coming in from all over. A lot of a lot of LA yeah. motherfuckers, right? Yeah. So <laughs> Orange County, yeah, 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 yeah exactly. So um, the Tustin Lakers, the Tustin Lakers, exactly. So yeah, that's 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 sort of my trajectory, and I've I've stuck with the team through thick and thin, you know. Yeah. And I I guess I was rewarded with for my loyalty the last four or five years. So. Yeah, I remember. Um, uh, my dad used to split season tickets with a coworker of his in the early nineties. And I remember going to games and it was like seven bucks to park in the parking lot. Yeah. 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 And, uh, I also remember, um, one time, uh, my friend had like, I guess a birthday thing. We all went to the Warriors game and like when we were in junior high, that's what, that's what, that's back when you could, you could, could decide to do a, a birthday yeah. at a Warriors game. It was like the same price as Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> Um, but, uh, we, we, some of us got separated from like each other and, and, uh, but cause I had, I knew the place, I knew how, how to get around, but we were there so long that the players started leaving and they were playing the Kings it's probably cheapest game, <laughs> the easiest seats and, uh, and their powder blue uniforms with their uh, names on the lower back in the, the, the script, right? Yeah. The, yeah, yeah. 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 I remember and, uh, uh, Danny Ainge like yes. talked to us yeah. and he was like super cool. And yeah. I was like. All right, I'm always going to be a fan of Danny Ainge because I hated him because I used to be a Lakers fan when I was younger, and um, so nowadays, uh, like you know, now he's the GM of of the Celtics. I'm, I have respect for that guy. I don't think anyone has ever said Danny Ainge was really cool in, oh, in a sentence ever, dude. I, I'm, I swear to God, I was like, yo, he's no, cool. He's like that's awesome. taking pictures with us, talking to us, shaking our hands, and yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah. We also met uh, Manute Bowl. That was awesome. Very cool. We took a picture with him. That guy was really tall. I think we all came up to his crotch. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> I I heard on a, on a on a podcast with remember Jason Williams not with the with the Y the the one who went to prison for killing his limo driver yes he said that Minute Bull had the longest penis he'd ever seen in his life and like when people would look at him in the locker room he would like scream at them like hey what are you looking at and everyone's like dude you have like the longest penis I've ever seen before so <laughs> how have I not heard that story. <laughs> I'm just wondering how he would manage to fit that in his shorts. His shorts are so short. <laughs> we have to go to Google Images. We're gonna have to do that. Uh, so actually, you, you brought up something that um, I hadn't thought of that I do want to talk about. Maybe not too in depth right now, but I also thought that that Spreewell Weber team, if they got Tim Hardaway back, sure. If they kept uh, Ronnie Cycli, sure. And if Chris Mullen kind of uh, got better, and they did the the small ball thing i thought they could have won the title um when jordan left and the rockets won uh, but they but they obviously broke up that team Sprewell was the first team all nba that year yeah and um he was he was the guy who took michael jordan's spot on the first team on the nba yeah, yeah yeah and so like i actually think that they because the rockets we look at them as like a, a great team for winning back to back but they were a surprise yeah you know? yeah because they were 60 the the second year they won yeah and they, they obviously that akeem but um, 
I, I, I think that if they had stuck, if that team had stuck together, they could have been. Because if you ever go back on YouTube and look up that team, man, um, even with Avery Johnson as the point guard, yep. those guys were athletic and nasty. Mm-hmm. You know? It was so. Avery Johnson, Spreewell, Billy Owens, mm-hmm. Chris Weber, Chris Gatling. Um, who else did they have on that team? I mean, it was Avery Johnson. I think Ronnie Cycli was their center. Um, <laughs> awesome. DJ, that's, that's DJ actually, Ronnie? DJ Ronnie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, uh, he has residencies in Miami, so, you know. Yeah. We should go. Yeah, we should. We should. <laughs> Yeah. Um, the yeah, I I that's the thing about being not to not to sound like a, I mean we have a lot to be to be thankful for with this team, but yeah, like from 1994, from 94 when Chris Webber was traded for Tom Gugliotta, right? Yeah. To what 2006? That's what 12 years. Mm-hmm. They were terrible. Yeah. They were really bad. They were yeah. so bad. They were so bad. I think they had. Let me see. They had a five-year stretch where their record was, I think it was pretty crazy. Um, let me see. Yeah. From Jerry West, right? 
Um, and also not even throwing Bob, uh, Bob Myers in as a GM like right away, having him uh, apprentice under, uh, what's his name, Larry Riley. Ri- Larry Riley, right? I think that was smart. I think they were very smart at drafting, at scouting, right? I think Steph was, what, seventh his year? Clay was 11th. Draymond was 35th. He was in the second round. They got Bogut. They traded Monte for Bogut, which was controversial at the time, but, you know. and Not, not in my living room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was very happy. Bogut's amazing. He mm. was amazing for them. He's a, he's a little weird now, but um, have you seen his social media? Uh, no. He's a big, like, uh, InfoWars conspiracy dude. That's a shame. <laughs> Does that change your, your uh, view of him? No, because I can actually see that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, right, right. Uh, uh, and then, um, and they also were smart about, like, changing culture, right? Like, Mark, Mark Jackson was a controversial coach, but he was, like, very much like, all right, we, we're not going to suck anymore, and I'm going to galvanize you guys to be the best, the best versions of yourselves as a team, right? Yeah. That's exactly what they needed. So just good moves upon good moves. So, And then as far as, like, people, they probably, like, are pointing to the fact that KD signed with them and, like, Boogie signed with them, right? Mm-hmm. Who else are they going to go to? They, they want to win. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So what do you think? Oh, man. Um, I I agree with you. I think that – listen, bottom line is to me is that, um, you know, the history of the NBA, which is actually a lot shorter than people seem to realize uh, uh, when they when they – when they tweet whatever they want to tweet about how it used to be in the good old days. It's like when I was coming up, the good old days was 60s and 70s when I didn't exist. <laughs> and then now they're talking about the good old days when the Lakers, Celtics, and the Bulls dominated everything. That's right. It's like, and the Warriors uh, were trash, as you said, for so long. Uh, and the Cavs, sure, they had some teams that lost to Jordan every year. But uh, for the last 15 years before LeBron, or for a stretch, they were trash too. So, like, basically, um, this should give freaking hope to all these trash teams that, you know, like, you can uh, build a team that's actually any good. Looking at you, Clippers fans. (laughs) Yeah, you look at the Warriors, and they did finally get lucky with everything, right? I mean, if they had won the 2015-16 title and hadn't choked, um, thanks to uh, Kiki Vandaway, in the uh, in the finals that year, their starting lineup would be at least the following year probably would have been like who uh, Harrison Barnes would have stayed. I mean, it would have been like it would have been Clay, it would have been Steph, and then three guys they drafted in the same year. Yeah. It would have been uh, Azili, Barnes, and Draymond Green, mm-hmm. three dudes, right? Mm-hmm. And so, like, yeah, they just did everything ev- everything proper. I mean, I don't want to sound like presumptuous to say like that luck wasn't involved because obviously, like, I, 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 there's a balance between saying like, oh, they did the right things versus like, you know, what Lake when Lake was on that whole like, um, we're like light years ahead. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to get that smug um, because luck was involved. I think right, hugely, yeah, hugely involved. Like, who would have thought that um, Steph Curry would have ended up being the the player that he was, right? No one knew. That's why he went to seven, right? Yeah, no one at all. Clay dropped to 11. Who would have thought, right? Like, who, who thought that Clay was anything more than, like, uh, Trajan Langdon? Wow. The Alaskan assassin reference. Yeah. I like it. Very yeah. nice. Um, yeah. Who would have thought he would have been, like, one of the best two-way players ever, right? Yeah. So, so, yeah. And, like, so, yeah. There's a lot of luck involved, but they played by the rules. They didn't do anything like surreptitious or like, uh, untoward. Right. Mm-hmm. They didn't bend the rules or anything. So, yeah. And it's also funny though, too, because, uh, you have people who obviously it's, it's more because of social media. People have like a, an Avenue to, to voice their discontent. Uh, but, oh, KD comes to the, to the warriors. It's like, listen, man, I distinctly remember, I love Jerry West and he's a winner wherever he goes, but I, uh, I, I re, I remember when um, Shaq went to the Lakers when he was a free agent from mm-hmm. Orlando, yep. and then they drafted Kobe Bryant. Everybody said, Jerry West is a genius. He pulled this off. I was like, no, Los Angeles is a genius because Shaq always wanted to come to L.A., get out of the strip malls of Orlando, and Kobe said he wouldn't play in Charlotte. So like, if somebody says, I want to play on your team in your city, all you have to do is just like, okay, let me uh, – let me let me deal from a point of uh, uh, of strength here. Do you and think, then bring do, them over. Do you think if the Warriors drafted Kobe Bryant instead of Todd Fuller, Kobe would have said, "I don't want to play for the Warriors." I think he would have played for the Warriors. Yeah, I think so. It's close enough. 
he would have had a much different career. Yeah. But but you know what I'm saying? Like, because everybody would just like go to the Lakers, right? Yeah. It's like that's where they go. Go and, to and Lakers, he, go to Boston, go to like the the sort of like marquee land, teams. The marquee teams, exactly. And everybody says that about LeBron going there right now too, right? It's like, oh well, of course he wants to go to the Lakers, mm-hmm. right? Because of like his interests outside of sports, yeah, outside of basketball. So, uh, but that's a given. Like that's okay. That's okay. Know? Like, but Kevin Durant, you know, I mean, I get it. He lost to a team, then he, he lost, goes there, yeah, exactly. But it's like, hey, he wants to be happy. He wants to go somewhere. I think the optics are probably not helped. The, the optics aren't, aren't improved by the fact that Kevin Durant like really doesn't give a fuck about anything. Like yeah. his his Twitter presence is pretty amazing. He's like sort of become this like he's become like old man get off my lawn yeah. uh, sort of like uh, uh, position right with his with his uh, uh, social media presence. It's, it's pretty funny. Yeah, I. I... He, like, doesn't give a fuck. Well, I remember, like, when he was in, in uh, OKC, he was uh, such a, like, a kind of mild-mannered, like, dude, like, you know, uh, you're the real MVP type thing. But then, like, in his last few years, he started getting really, like, cantankerous with the uh, with the media. Sure, which, which is what, like, what Russell Westbrook adopted, too, right? Sure, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then um, and Westbrook still does. Still does. Um, must be fun to interview him. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, and then, you know... KD says all the right things, and now he's like, just he's uh, as I say, he's clapping back on everything. So yeah, well, Bill Simmons said uh, Bill Simmons has had KD on like five times, I think, on his podcast, and wow. he, he whenever people ask him, it's it seems like that's just how KD is. He's just very like he's an um, what's the word like censor? Yeah, he's he's no filter exactly. Yeah, I subscribed to his YouTube channel. Oh, how is it? Uh it's it's good. I mean. <laughs> I kind of wish I had somebody who just would, you know, shoot me instead of having to shoot myself, <laughs> like, follow me around on my day yeah. <laughs> when I go to pick up my mail and stuff. But he, he's um, he's done a lot, like business wise. I think right. He's invested in some uh, companies in Silicon Valley. Yeah. He's has a very like thriving foundation. I think he like donated a bunch of money to UT too. Yeah, like the he did. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, KD's awesome. I mean, both, I mean, him and LeBron do so much for the community in general. And, uh, you know, when people say stick to, uh, stick to sports. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. I think also like you brought up a good point about KD being in OKC. Like I think the OKC, the, the KD in OKC that was mild mannered was not his real, that was not the real KD, right? Like the truth of who KD really was only came out like when he became that cantankerous person. Mm -hmm. I feel, I I think that's the case because that's who he is now. Yeah. Right, like just seeing his like back and forth with CJ McCollum and like the interview he he did with CJ McCollum, like he's just he's what he keeps it a hundred percent real. Yeah, know? yeah, and I appreciate that. You know, like in uh, I I enjoy his presence on the team. If he leaves for the Knicks next year, I'll be okay with that. Why the Knicks? Where did you hear that? That's what people are talking about. What? It's really? like yeah, because like you know people talk about Kyrie going to the Knicks. Um, I've heard and that then, you know KD like if if they when people say oh KD gets tired of being here or like he wants to move on to another challenge they talk about him moving to like uh, LA and playing with LeBron but then really the challenge is he, he with would want is KD with Rock Nation uh, he he might be because his guy used to work his uh, uh that's right his business partner his, his yes ma- that's right yeah Rock Nation so like he could. If he wants to do his own thing, like kind of try to bring a t- team up, that's low. You know, that's low key, like something that people don't think about when when they see player like free agents going to different teams, or yeah. even the contracts that free agents get, right? Yeah, like KCP and Le- the Lakers, he got twelve million, or like after getting twenty million per year, yeah, because he's a clutch guy, yeah. right? And they're trying to make it up for him because they fucked up his contract with the the Pistons, right? So that, <laughs> did they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, he got offered like a stupid. Remember that 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 off season where there's like a stupid amount of money. Yeah. Like Timofey Mozgov got like yeah. fifty million or something like that. Yeah. So that's Ryan summer. Anderson. Yeah. He turned it. He turned the deal down. Yeah, clutch told him to turn the deal down, and he 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 got fucked. So. Wow, that's uh, that's a shame. Yeah, and who else is a clutch guy? LeBron James. Right. Yeah. So. So what's the verdict? Did the, did the Warriors ruin the uh, NBA? Oh heck no, man! Like the Warriors, the Warriors window will close. In the heck next, no! Like, wow, you sound years. like old man basketball right there. Yeah, you know I try. <laughs> um, uh, it's it's all the the censoring myself on YouTube. Sure. Um, the Warriors window, like they, I mean, it'll be if they do things properly, it'll be open for a while, but they won't be like this world beater team for like, you know, odds are for like 
after a few more years or a couple more years, you know. So, um, I well, think Clay's uh, Clay's Clay's a uh, contract is up next year, right? Yeah, so. and we'll see. I mean, other teams are getting getting better. They know? are, um, except the Rockets. I think they're actually going to be worse. They got worse. Yeah, they need some wing defenders. Yeah, they need um, they need like Chris Paul to not get injured. Yeah, he they need Chris Paul to not be old man basketball. Yeah, I mean, but I mean, he's he's pretty much like uh, Uncle Drew. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like I think Uncle Drew might be better. I think Uncle Drew might actually beat him one on one. Uncle they play Drew right pretty now. good. Yeah, he's pretty good. Uh, but Chris Paul is. I said I think like not only if they kept the same team, I still think they would be worse just because Chris Paul is getting older and he's probably going to break down even more. You're listening to the Oakland Warriors podcast. Do you know Oakland Warriors is a website too? OaklandWarriors.com offers a collection of Warriors t-shirts that are comfy, classy, and cool. Fit for a real Warriors fan like you. Forget basic tees and boring designs. With Oakland Warriors, you can show your team pride with those in the know. So come celebrate the new death lineup with Steph, Clay, Draymond, Katie, and Boogie. Rep the Hamptons 5 and show some love for China Clay. I have a shirt from OaklandWarriors.com. It's comfy and soft, and it reps the dubs in a low-key but fun way. Don't believe me? Check out OaklandWarriors.com and use the code PODCAST at checkout for a 10% discount. I'm curious because, uh, full disclosure, you and I are in Los Angeles. Yes, um, for many years now. Yes, Bay Area natives. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of us. Yeah, yeah, and um, longtime Warriors fans. But the the fascinating thing to me is that the Warriors have been good for you know a handful of years, five they've been, six years. They've been excellent. They've been great, and the Lakers have been ass for five six years, right? Yes. And now with LeBron coming to L.A., they'll be better. You know, they're some not gonna, people, yeah, they're people, not going to win the championship, but they're going to be they're going to be like a mid, mid maybe like f- f- what four four to I don't know like fourth seed five fifth seed. If things if all things go well, yeah. they will be. Yeah. I, I've seen people say like you know when they list the other teams that are in the West, you could easily see that if a couple things don't go right for the Lakers, uh, like their young guys don't develop, some of the weird vets that they um, signed are trash, then you could see them falling to like out of the playoffs. Yeah. My my counter argument to that is LeBron has taken pretty terrible teams to the NBA finals. Like remember the early Caps teams? Well, there's a there's a year he took I forgot yeah. who was on that team. Mo Williams for sure. Uh Delonte West for sure. I forgot what year that was, but man, that was probably one of the worst teams I've ever seen in the NBA finals. Yeah, I think I think they were the worst team in the <laughs> NBA finals and I wanted them to win. I was I was pulling for LeBron. I was yeah. always a LeBron fan even when he left for Miami and I was like um but I also think that they play in the West, and when you actually look at the teams that he has to go through at age 33, uh, it'll be much tougher. So getting back to your point about being uh, Angelinos from the Bay, mm-hmm. right? I mean, LA's our home. Yeah. This is definitely our home. We I love it down we here. We love it here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah the, the Bay has definitely changed. Uh, I mean, that's a different conversation, right? But um, yeah, This is a different podcast. Yeah, totally different podcast. <laughs> it's like an NPR thing. <laughs> no, I know. Uh, but... Uh, yeah, the, I think I, I think I think you know what you're alluding to. Um, the the fervor in which the uh, L- L.A. Laker Nation has suddenly uh, uh, drawn its attention to their team yes. right, that they've neglected for so long. Yes, or or because they've had to uh, uh, eat humble pie for like five years that they stay kind of dormant on social media about like their their cockiness and their their bragging ways. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I th- you brought something earlier about players going to teams, marquee teams like the Lakers or the Celtics. Mm-hmm. I would actually argue, I slightly disagree because I feel like now, because of social media, because of technology, because of the fact that, you know, you can go to, you can you can be a Paul George and, and settle. You can be a Paul George, okay? <laughs> I, I sound like Hubie Brown or something. Um, <laughs> and go to OKC and just have a really good life. Yep. And and you can fly home on the weekends, or and you can still have an off season house in L.A. or whatever. I guess that was less of a thing back in the day. Mm-hmm. So I get, I can see how. My point is, I can see how LeBron going to Lakers, even though it was expected, is kind of a 
it's a pretty big deal, right? Mm-hmm. Given given how free agency works now. Um, but yeah, man, just seeing the Laker flags fly up. Yeah, this NBA. LA is the first place I've ever lived where I where people fly like banners for the local sports teams on their cars. That's the first place I saw it when I first moved here. I was like, why? I'm like, what the fuck are you guys doing? Yeah. Look, why? Why does it matter so much? Yeah. Um, and I get it. I grew up a Giants fan uh, in the Bay Area and a Niners fan, and you want to follow the winning team. You want to be a yeah. You want to be with the winning winning team. I get it. But the it's just weird. The the drop off once these te- these teams in L A like start sucking, it's pretty it's pretty significant, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I I wonder when the Lakers were fielding a t- squad with like Sidel Threat and Nick Van Exel, right? Uh, in the aughts of like what the eighties and nineties, right? The early nineties. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. It was after Showtime, like the yeah. period between Showtime and like uh, Kobe mid, and the yeah, mid nineties. Yeah. Were there as many Laker flags? I don't think so. I haven't seen any Laker flags the last like five six years. Right? Yeah, uh, I haven't either. And I'm not saying that I don't necessarily think they're like bandwagoners, but um, I do think that the there's a I'm sure there are because L A is a town where like you hop on whatever's hot. Um, what are you trying to say, Patrick? I love it here. Uh, <laughs> are you trying to say they're scumbags? <laughs> no. Pieces of shit? Not at all. Okay. Not at all, man. All right. Um, <laughs> but I, I think that uh, growing up as like a, a longtime Warriors fan where it was kind of like you expect the worst, right? Yeah. A, a lot. Always. Still and, still to this day. Yeah. yeah. There's the there, um, there's like that one Twitter account, this day and suck, right? And um, <laughs> and they highlight like something that happened on a particular day, like an anniversary of, you know, hey, we signed Bobby Sura. You know what I mean? Yep. Um, but uh, what what I found like when LeBron announced he was coming here as a free agent was like just like this, the 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 true colors. Like there's a sheer arrogance, um, and uh, amongst Lakers fans, which. Because everybody assumes they come to the Lakers and they've won so many things, and you know, most recently with with Kobe and Powell. Um, and I'll be honest, I think like maybe some of the more recent Warriors fans, like those guys, are pretty cocky, sure. you know, because all they've known is like winning, and you know, hey, I moved here from you know God knows where. I work in tech and I make an ass load of money, and I spend ten thousand dollars a month in my apartment. In now I'm a Warriors fan. Yeah, I'm a Warriors fan. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're, you're, and also like the 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 sheer ubiquitousness of the branding, right? Yeah. Like you see Warriors, you see Warriors fans everywhere. You see kids wearing Warriors jerseys, Steph Curry jerseys, like when they're playing in in Houston or they're playing in Charlotte or whatever, right? So I can see how that can be annoying. Yeah, I guess. Well, I mean. Like I said, it was the same thing for me. I was a Lakers fan because that was all that CBS or whoever had the NBA rights was shoving down my face or shoving into my face when when I was when I was a child, you know. So same thing with the Warriors. That's why you get Warriors fans in all these random places, you know. When you were growing up, did you hate LA or did you have like this like preconceived notion about how LA sucked and it was all Hollywood and stuff? No, I mean I was I was a child, so like I didn't really think about or it. Or as a young way. adult, I guess, right? Um yeah, I mean in the nineties, sure. sure. Like I was very I'm a I'm a Bay Area dude, you know? So like I had my uh my thoughts on on LA. But when I finally decided to move down here it was because I was the Bay had changed and mm. um and I had too and my uh career interests took me elsewhere. Did you um did you see speaking of LeBron did you see the, did you hear about how someone had created a mural of LeBron after he they announced the signing yeah and a couple this, of them yeah yeah a couple of them and then they all got like uh, defaced and yeah. t- tagged over <laughs> immediately <laughs> I mean, it's so stupid right it's so that's so very LA it to is, me right it it's is like so. the, the the territorialness like the <laughs> like the absurd like uh, I don't. I don't vote, but like this is important. To me, you know, what I mean? like, this is way more important than president. This is higher stakes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and the, there's also that narrative. Some, some, like I, I would, I would argue that these are not true Laker fans, right? Or like right. knowledgeable basketball fans. They're saying how, oh well, LeBron hasn't earned our our support yet because he hasn't won championships like Kobe. Like these are all the the Kobe dieharders, right? Right. There's a there's if there's a Venn diagram, like there's a huge overlap of like asshole Laker fans and like Kobe dieharders. Yeah. Yeah. And I've, I've, I would I would argue that a lot of them are the same. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so. yeah, um, yeah. I, I think that's I think that's hilarious because LeBron is like uh, one of the top, yeah. top two, top two. You know, and it's like, and I love 
uh, I don't know if you noticed on like NBA Twitter uh, during the playoffs, people were questioning like Kobe's um, where he ranks. They're like, okay, yeah, top yeah. twenty. Yeah, yeah. I and saw people that. were flipping out uh, like Kobe. Kobe stands, as they say. Yeah. Um, and uh, I can I can see the argument because when you layer everybody else who was there, but I mean, as a pure talent, he, he athletic talent and basketball talent, he's he's pretty high. But um, who Kobe? Yeah. yeah, yeah and but, also in sheer assholeness too. Yeah, yeah. He's Kobe's like top three asshole, biggest assholes who've uh, who've ever played the game. Probably. I mean, after Jordan, I don't know who else there is besides Kobe. Yeah, yeah. Top two. Um, but if you go back and watch some highlights from that dude, I mean, I, that kid was un- unstoppable. He was unstoppable. Yeah, he didn't seem like a lot of fun to play with. No. <laughs> yeah, no. like LeBron seems like he's a lot of fun to play with. And again, like if we talk about the Warriors, it's like, man, do you see? how everybody's adapted to what they've done more passing offenses sure. the switchable defenses mm-hmm. and stuff like that so mm-hmm. it's like it's i mean it's more of a beautiful game as they say right mm-hmm. as opposed to the the uh chris child's era new york knicks wow like, yeah hey i scored we scored 83 points and and won by seven you know yeah I mean? yeah those old school knicks teams with chris childs charlie ward Charles Oakley, yeah, they were very tough to watch. The Riley, the Riley and the Van Gundy teams, right? Yeah, very yeah. tough to watch. Although Chris Childs punching Kobe Bryant is still pretty funny. I like, yes, I like how um, punching him in the neck, by the way, punch, not landing yeah, him on the chin. I'm, I'm actually visualizing that right now. <laughs> yeah, like when you, you you play video games, right? Sometimes, or did you, no. did you used to play basketball video games and you would create your own character? No, I never. So no. like, there's a thing where like when you have a basketball game and you can create your own character, the first time you could do that, you're like, okay, well, I'm gonna make him like six ten. I'm a, he's going to handle the ball really well. He's going to be able to shoot threes, and he's going to be able to dunk from everywhere, right? Mm-hmm. Like, we are, we are now at a point where professional basketball is filled with those those kinds of players, right? Yep. They, who, they, used to just, they used to just be imaginary, right? Mm-hmm. But now kids that are growing up that would normally play center, like, even if they are playing five, the five, they're going to learn how to handle the ball. They're going to learn how to shoot the three. Like that Mo Bamba kid. All he can do is block shots and shoot the three. That's all he can do. Yeah. And he's like seven, seven, two, seven, I mean, one. His wingspan is like 16 feet. He's got like a seven foot, seven, five, six, seven, yeah. like wingspan. And that's all he does. Shoot threes and block shots. You know? Yeah. Kind of amazing. Yeah. And it makes sense as a natural evolution, right? Because yes. like, uh, we all grow up, uh, dribbling the ball. And it was like back in the day when it Me was like- very poorly. <laughs> Still, yeah. <laughs> you know, you, all of a sudden you get like, oh, this is your power forward and this is what you do. But like some people grow, some people don't. These guys grow up to be like 6'11 and they can do all those things. Yeah. You know, so, um, I mean, and that's what makes someone like KD so special. So are you are you excited about LeBron being on the Lakers? Because I am. I'm very excited. I am. I am because I personally just uh, uh, want to see. This is the first time like the Warriors have been good for so long. Uh, and this is the first time that the Lakers have also been good in a few years. So like that's never happened in my lifetime that the Warriors and Lakers have been both good at the same time, largely because the Warriors have been trashed my whole life. Right. I'm going to, I'm going to give a quick shout out to our stats guy VB for uh, pulling this really interesting stat. Uh, apparently there've only been 17 seasons where the Warriors, both the Warriors and the Lakers have had winning seasons, 17 Total in the history of the NBA. So, yeah, that's not much. You know why? Because it's mostly the Warriors. <laughs> They've been terrible for yeah. most of those years. <laughs> and it's mostly the Warriors. And if they were like uh, winning seasons, I remember some of those like uh, 44 and 38 <laughs> seasons or whatever, you know? Yeah. When they had, um, right when Run TMC got started sure. and they had, when George Carl became the That's got right. his first coaching gig he was, uh, out he, of the CBA. He was uh, Nelly's predecessor, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I would go to games at, at that point. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm looking forward to it because, I mean, it's fun. It, that kind of stuff is good for the uh, NBA. There's, there's never been – there's always a, a NorCal-SoCal rivalry and everything, but there's never been a legit one for yeah. basketball because the Warriors have been garbage for so long, so – um, it'll be it'll be fun to see, and I'm glad that the Warriors have a distinct advantage. Do you remember when the Clippers <laughs> fans and and Warriors fans had a bit of a rivalry, like uh, during the uh, Lob City, like the like Lob City was like when Lob City came up and the Warriors were starting to get better, like the David Lee Warriors, right? There was like a little bit of a rivalry yeah. between those teams. Yeah, and uh, look what happened to the Clippers, huh? Yet again, another afterthought. Yeah, right. No, I'm glad they're gone. I th- I think uh, I think one the last thing I want to do with you if that's okay yeah that sounds a little 
sexual, but that's not what I want to do. Um, <laughs> free agency. We, we didn't really yes. go over who would, who the, who the signings were. Um, I'm thinking about doing it like rapid fire style. What do you think? Ah, I'm, I, I like it, uh, quick. Okay. So why don't we do this? And actually there's one more thing I want to talk to you about too, but let's go to the free agency signings. So are you just going to fire names at me and then I'll respond or? Yeah. You want, oh yeah. You want to do that? Sure. All right. I got the list. You ready? Yeah. Okay. KD signs for one and one, 61.5 million to the Warriors. Good for him. Makes sense. Uh, I'm not going to go through all the free agent signings. Obviously, there's a lot. Um, I'll just pick the the juiciest ones. Uh, Chris Paul, four years, 160 million. It's He's good for good. the Warriors. <laughs> uh, let's see. Aaron Gordon, uh, Orlando, four years, 84 million. Uh, good for the San Jose guy. Where? What high school did he go to? St. Francis. Midi. Midi. Yeah. Midi. You're right. Midi. Uh, Seth Curry, Portland, two years, 5.6 million. Good for him. And that, that kid deserves to play. If Austin Rivers can sign on for a long time, like Seth Curry should be able to play in the NBA. He Austin Rivers hurt. is not bad, but Seth Curry is pretty good too. He's, he just got hurt. Good. Yeah. You know? He's pretty good. Different, a different player than Steph for sure. Yeah. What are your thoughts? I'm curious to hear your thoughts on Dwight Howard signing with the Wizards. The Wizards for one year, five point three million. The 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 minimum, I think, right? The better. I mean, that, that that's a match made in heaven, man. Like like those guys that the, that Wizards team, those guys are they have a really blown up image of themselves, mm-hmm. and they always underachieve, which seems to be Dwight Howard's mo as well. Uh, I'm gonna give a give drop a little uh, Oakland for you right now. Jabari Bird, Boston, uh, two years, three million. Vallejo, actually, great name. Jabari Bird. For the Celtics. Yep. Yep. Everyone's got bird jerseys now. Mm-hmm. And the last one is Clint Capella signs with Houston finally on the last day, uh, day 27, for five years, $90 million. Uh, That's actually really good for Houston. Um, great system player. I don't know if he'll ever develop an offensive game, but uh, they obviously needed him. Oh, and uh, Car- has Carmelo Anthony? What's going on with him? I think he got bought out or he whatever. still hasn't signed with houston yet not right? officially, officially. As, of, as of the date of this podcast yeah no, for all you listeners yeah um i i can't wait till he signs with the rockets i think that'll be great for the warriors that's gonna be huge for the warriors yeah so they're basically getting rid of luke mamute and trevor Reza, who were great three and d guys and they're replacing them with carmelo anthony yeah wow Awesome. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. And, I thought Daryl Morey was supposed to be like pretty smart when it came to this kind of stuff. I mean, maybe they'll pick someone else up. Yeah. They signed uh what's it? Tyler Ennis, who apparently apparently is kind of a a switchable 3 and D guy. Sure. Okay. I don't, I don't know much about him to be <laughs> sure. honest, but um I I was reading some uh, Houston tweets and some Houston blogs and uh they seem to be laughing at everyone who says that the Rockets are going to be worse. Uh, I th- I personally think they're wrong. Chris Paul's older, and they have their defense isn't as good. They won what like sixty seven games last year. Yeah. They're not going to do that this year. Yeah, and everybody says, oh, they lost because of Chris Paul. Still, I mean, James Hard up- James Harden's very good. He's in his prime. He's yeah. like a top five player, right? But- yeah, that's why you got to sign Chris Paul because you made the, you you made the effort, and you can't waste uh, that opportunity and that window of James Harden being in his prime. It'll be a shame if Chris Paul never wins a championship. I mean, he's never going to win a championship. I don't see him winning a championship in any like scenario where he's still playing. Yeah, Chris Paul, for all intents and purposes, seems like a great guy off the court, but yeah. he seems like not that great on the court. Sure. So I think like I hope he has a great life off the court, and I'd be okay <laughs> if he doesn't win a championship. You support his uh, State Farm endeavors and everything else. No, those are those garbage, man. Those guys <laughs> cannot act. Him and DeAndre Jordan and whoever else was in those things, yeah. Well, um, too bad for Houston. I guess like the uh, the consensus is Houston probably not going to be as good as they were last year, and they were the they, they were the biggest threat to the Warriors for sure. Yeah, the team that worries me the most is the Celtics. Hmm. I'm curious how they're going to bring back Gordon Hayward because yeah. Jalen Brown's playing pretty good, and Tatum. I mean, and Tatum. all three of those guys. I mean, Tatum can play the the four, but they're all small forwards. They are. So. One of them should go to the Houston then. They nah. shouldn't, but yeah. So what do you think about this Draymond Green thing? Getting a quote-unquote punched or hit by Tristan Thompson uh, in at some 
club. Well, what I find interesting is this this was like apparently this like uh, star-studded event that was not really like a party and it happened like two weeks ago or something. Yeah. So I'm surprised that they managed to keep it uh, on the down low for so long. And also, what are my thoughts on Tristan punching Draymond? It's bound to happen. <laughs> Those guys don't like each other very much. What did Draymond's, Draymond, Draymond, let's see. You ain't cut from the same cloth. I he ain't cut from, we ain't cut from the same cloth. He was probably drunk on Hennessy. Uh, the, he also said it like, during the game or something, and he also and Tristan tried to shake his hand and he yeah. rejected him. That, that may have been that may have been when he said it the first time. Um, I'm just wondering if Tristan had been like keeping all these emotions in for so long, and uh, you know, and he was like playing all these scenarios in his head, like, oh yeah, well, this is what I'm going to do when I see Draymond, right? Like, and they've never been able to cross paths in the in the off season until this event, and then. Dra- he, They've been drinking. Draymond walks up to him. I'm just totally like making up what. Sure. But you know this is probable, right? Yeah. Scenario. Uh, then he just Draymond tries to talk to him. He doesn't even hear what Draymond says, right? He just like sees Draymond, Draymond's face and he just smushes his face with his hand. Because <laughs> I don't think it was. A, I don't think it was like a punch. I think it was more like a smush, face smush. You know. I mean, like uh, a push kind of uh, punch. Yeah, Marcus Thompson wrote an article on The Athletic about that, and he said, like, uh, some people said it was more of just like a, a smush, like a face smush. <laughs> like, <laughs> like kind of what he did in the in the finals, which is like... Exactly. Yeah, grabbed yeah, yeah. His, like push his face and kind of mash his nose and his cheek together or something. But um, other people said, like, it was uh, uh, a cheap shot. Um, but, you know, whatever, you know, like... Does it, does, does, does it, uh, do you think it like deserves to be in the new cycle? I mean, th- that's the thing about this time of the off season, the slowest time where yes. like, this is the perfect thing to keep things going. Maybe they saved it for two weeks until it got really slow and then they let it out. But, uh, I'll be honest. Hey, Draymond Green, if he was on another team, I get what other teams say, but I would love not him like, to death. Would not know? like him. Yeah. It's like prime, uh, prime Joakim Noah, like. No one liked him, but yeah. Bulls fans like they swore by him, right? Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. And Tristan Thompson, I can't stand that dude or his game. You know, I mean, uh, I'm sure he's a nice enough guy when he's not cheating on his um, baby mama. Ooh. But um, uh, you know, that guy. To be fair, it is a Kardashian that he cheated on, though. So, right? Does that make it excusable? <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> Just checking. Um, <laughs> but. Uh, uh, it's again caught on a camera. It's like a security camera. So somebody works at that club, like said, "Oh, I got this. I'm gonna sell it <laughs> yeah. to TMZ for like five thousand dollars." Like it wasn't like somebody with their iPhone, you know. It was like, "Oh, I'm gonna take advantage of this stuff." But uh, I mean, that guy, you know, he's very lucky that uh, he got the contract he did in that in, the, in 2016. Because, again, he was a clutch guy. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he was LeBron's guy, mm-hmm. and it's like, sign me. Mm-hmm. And um, he has no offensive moves, but. Hey, he his game is like boxing out with his above average size butt and getting rebounds and and putbacks. Right, yeah. that's his game and switching yeah. on D. Yeah. Those, those are the things he does very well. Yeah, um, yeah, man, it's it's a it's a silly story, I think, right? Because we're talking about like multi million multi millionaire like athletes. Like, they're, no one's gonna get in a fight. Yeah, you know, the last like athlete who really was like hardcore gangster, I think, was Javaris Crittenden. Remember him? Yeah, he was a Laker. How can you not? And now he's in prison for killing someone, right? So yep. yeah. So the, I I don't think there's anyone like that anymore. Yeah, yeah. Um, especially in the you know since the a, everybody comes up the AAUs exactly. And, um, if you have talent, like you're very much kind of coddled a little bit more or mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Like it's 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 better. You know, I'm not getting saying coddled. Kick, getting kickbacks from like boosters and whatever yeah. for the college teams you're playing for. Yeah, it's it's the industry is too too. Uh, massive for there to be any sort of like real beef like that you know so. yeah yeah and I, I saw somewhere online that that the uh some cleveland fan wants to have a parade for the uh because tristan thompson um that's awesome i was like i was like wow that's it's great to know that cleveland is no longer relevant they need something yeah they need they need something so you know so they, yeah. yeah they had lebron for 11 years and they were able to win one title 
which should and have an asterisk. But and how many times did they go to the finals? Four, five. Was it six? Five? The it was. I mean, they they went to four four, four finals this past yeah. the past four years, right? The, yeah, they got whooped by the Spurs. Mm-hmm. They got swept. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't, and they didn't get past the Magic, which I wanted them to get past the Magic so that they could play the Lakers and play against Kobe. That was the really good Dwight Howard team, right? Yes, which you knew would get smashed by the Lakers, mm-hmm. but I felt that LeBron's team. That's two thousand nine, right? Two thousand nine. Um, that was a really good team. Dwight Howard, Richard Lewis. Was it 2010? 2010? Yeah, yeah. Because like the Celtics beat the Lakers, and the, the that's right. Lakers beat the Celtics, and the Lakers beat the Magic. Yep, yep. That was a really good team. Yeah. Hedu, JJ Redick, Dwight Howard, Richard Lewis, Jameer Nelson. Like they could have been really good for a long time if Dwight Howard wasn't such a, a d bag. Yeah, yeah. Well, also a guy has no who has developed no moves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just a bigger Kenyon Martin. Just kidding. Did you, did you hear? Did you hear that he said that the Warriors were really interested in him, even though like everyone in the Warriors was like, "No, no, no, we we're not touching that guy." Like, from what I guess, point. just reading and and whatever, it's like I, I assume the Warriors do what they always say they do. They do their due diligence. They make a phone call, and that's it. Mm. You know, and no one of the Warriors wanted Dwight Howard. It seems like no, no. So, uh, yeah. He's not cut from the same cloth. No. <laughs> cool. Well, uh, that wraps our first episode of the Oakland Warriors podcast. Whoa. Uh, what, a, what, a, what a journey that was. Yeah. Yeah. Thousand, thousand yard stare the whole time. <laughs> uh, thanks for tuning in. Uh, be sure to check out OaklandWarriors.com. Buy a t-shirt. And follow Oakland Warriors on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, maybe YouTube in the future. But... We don't have a channel yet. Soon, though. Yeah. All right. Thanks. Thank you. Music in this episode provided by Paper Sun. Special thanks to Jeff Oki and our man Vubang on the stats, as well as Paul Amardo for production support. See you next time, and go Dubs.